You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week coming at you, um, you know what it is. You're here every week. And if this is your first week listening, welcome. Um, I try to make each show uh, have enough references to past shows for people who listen regularly. And I try to have each show be something that you could just jump into at any time. And Because I hate that with a podcast where you feel like I've already missed all the jokes. I'm not going to be able to get, get on board. I want you all on board. So um, welcome to the show. I'm in uh, New York, back from the road. Just got in like less than an hour ago. I'm in my living room that I'm, um, I was just telling my guests that I'm about to be kicked out of this apartment at the end of the month. I've begged them to let me stay. And I could write a letter from a real estate lawyer and make them let me stay. But I don't feel like involving another lawyer in my life or getting to know another lawyer. Perhaps I could use my own that I already have. But I'll, I'll think about that. Anyway, um, I'm in my living room that I won't be in in a month, which kind of makes me sad. But I'm in it with some two dear friends, one of whom was with me on the road this weekend in Grand Rapids and Detroit. Three shows together. Traveled all all, all day today. Andrew Collin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Had a great weekend. Uh, we're back, though, in the city that never sleeps, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's never what they call sleeps it. here. There's certain parts of town where you go. Well, that doesn't really apply. To yeah, it's this. pretty sleepy. Florida lights off. <laughs> yeah, there. well, like Upper East Side, Upper West Side. No, Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah. I would. We would always be looking for. My ex boyfriend lived up there, and we'd always be looking for something. And I'm like, this city sleeps hard <laughs> and yeah, early. Yeah. Dude. This is 18 <laughs> hours of rest. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's this, some. Streets, the city is depressed. If you have it's enough, if you have enough money, you ha- you can. There's just, some streets with no lights on it, and it's just like a yeah. private residence yeah. somehow for a whole block. Yeah, it's like a little suburban town. <laughs> There's no cars. There's nothing. Just yeah. horseback everyone rides yeah. on still. It's just a tumbleweed going yeah. by. It is weird like when you start... Oh, and welcome to the show. Uh, recurring podcast guest and uh, t- went on the road with us a little bit, and we'll be back out on uh, another show, I'm sure. Uh, Dan Perlman, everyone. Oh, thank you for having me. Welcome back <laughs> to my living room. But yeah, I'm just like, in, I'm I'm looking to move and so I'm seeing all these places right now and it just makes you really assess of like what you like about this city, what you value in your comfort. Like it makes you like choose shit because you can't have it all in one place. You're going right. to sacrifice something. Right. Um, but like it, the part of town you live in, I found that I kind of like wherever I am until I leave and then I like the next place more. So what what's at the top of... Because you guys were looking yeah. last week. What was, what's like at the top of you? Like, I need to have this. What's doorman. non-negotiable? Doorman. For my doorman. own safety. Yes. I care about safety. I don't yeah. like feeling unsafe. Right. Doorman. Right. And packages. It's just, an, I just want someone who's there that I can be like, help me. Yes. Yes. Someone uh, to be murdered before I get murdered. Right. Someone to just. One uh, line of defense. One, it can't be straight to you. Yeah. If doorman you're dead, someone annoying, else though. has to be dead. Doormen also. are awesome. They, they all have be great annoying. boundaries. or they're, they, they don't they, have good boundaries. No. Not in New York. I'm telling really? you. My brother had a doorman and he'd be like. To women they do. So I'd be walking upstairs and be like, hey, Lindsay. My brother's wife. He's like, oh, Lindsay's up there. I think she's uh, in the shower. Well, that's Yikes. all. Like he well, would like know where she all, is somehow. But that's all doormen have is because I oh, my they, friend's he'd dad hear, was. Like, the pipes going and be like, she's in the shower. You could well, smell it outside the door because all because <laughs> it's all boring. The, the job is boring, so yeah. all you have yeah. is to sort of like gather gossip and information. You yeah. know what I mean? You know who's like cheating on their spouse. You know that's who's doing all this it. shit. I like like growing down with them. I became friends yes. with uh, Schumer's doorman. Like shout out to Manny who I was supposed to give a shout out to on the Joe Rogan podcast because I promised him, I go, if I ever do it, I will say, I will give a shout out to Amy Schumer's doorman, Manny. And I fucking forgot to do it. So I'm going to do it next time I'm on, but, um, he was cool. Um, Antonio was awesome. He loved my dog Luigi and was really sweet to him. I've always just felt very good with nurtured by doorman. When I used to go to my therapist who lived in a doorman build or was working out of her doorman building illegally, they were always very kind to me there because I would go in, in, you know, in with a smile and out with tears. I still do Stress like out. I still do like every time 
you're walking through like a doorman building or lobby if you're going to a friend's or something. Yeah. Just to test if you can walk past without them without stopping them you. St- yeah. Yeah. Even if there's no, if you're not trying to sneak in or you could tell I them, know, I'm going to see my you're friends. Like, it is fun to challenge that. If I'm going to a friend's house, I always try to walk past <laughs> well, it's a, without that's a good, stopping I bet you get them. by because you're I very do. confident. And yes. like you can just act as if and that's what you have to do like whenever I'm I go to this building for voiceover for blind date which I finished last week so I don't have to go back 65 episodes in the can I have never done 65 episodes of anything not safe lasted like for 24 I think uh uh Nikki and Sarah Live lasted for 24. So it's like 65 is like, oh my God. And it was a quiet accomplishment because it was literally only me talking to a voice over the fucking thing. And I go to a different, so I knew a voice on the other end, but that's the only teamwork I felt in the matter. And then the guy that would record me every day, but I would go to different uh, voiceover places and sometimes they wouldn't remember me. And I'd just be like, dude, like I don't want to sign in. And so I try to just very often I'd be like, just act like you work here because bitch you do. Yeah, you do. So, but you're so right about that. Like just having confidence in a situation can get you anywhere. And if if you have the opposite, if you walk in and you're like, even if you live there and you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to be, they're going to stop you every time. Dude. Because that has nothing to do with whether they recognize you or not. They just like smell, they just smell fear and uncertainty. Shoplifting is a test of confidence. Yes. A a massive test of it. And I failed it hard. Taking a shit in a hotel. (laughs) Taking Taking a a shit at a hotel. Oh yeah. Walking in. Walking into a hotel. Like Uh, this, this is my place like in the in the lobby you mean everyone says you can't take a shit in new york city go into any hotel yeah that's a great that's a Just great walk in idea. like you fucking have a room like there. you're staying there yeah. yeah it's very easy they're not going to call you out and be like and try to risk yeah, I just always walk into restaurants the, like, and just uh, I just storm past the hostess stand. I act like I may be looking yes. for someone, but I even feel yeah. like that's a lie. I just am like, I deserve to use this bathroom right now, and I'm going to. Nobody is and using I'll be it. Thankful. Nobody to is using it. I, I, that drives me nuts when yeah. they're like, or when places if you're just sitting somewhere and they give you a hard time. This yes. is for customers, or this is whatever. It's oh, like this I is never an empty that. room. This is a desk. Oh, this that's is a good a, point. Yeah, it's just. I like, feel so guilty if I ever. I, I will buy. I'm. I would be like, I'll buy a steak in your business. <laughs> I feel so bad. If I could shit for is there, an hour. I literally will invest yeah. in this failing business because I'm the only one here. Like I will buy everything to make myself feel like I'm earning the rent. That just drives me nuts because it's just like. It's, well, you do have to earn the rent because they are like basing their income off of people being at their store and feeling so you've got to pay understand. the toll but but people if you're they're that rude to you it's just like well i'm not gonna come back yeah, here those and buy people are it always then. making like 15 dollars an hour and it's like why do you care well, it's just like i'm just trying to get somewhere yeah. Yeah. the I'm problem is because for every one of us there's 40 homeless people that are coming in with flies and right. taking a shit yes, yes. and then literally sometimes i don't understand it like yeah, i guess they shower in there because there's so much water on the floor and like a starbucks they really oh, yeah. go to town in there. Yeah, that it's always That's very true. wet and wild it's in a so Starbucks wet. bathroom. Oh god, yeah. a star But you know what? We go on the road and like you'll go to a Starbucks and you just fucking walk in and it's clean like Oh yeah. I'm like, what on is the this? Road, yeah. It's, what is this? I'd fucking eat off some of the Starbucks. You feel like you're gonna toilet. like it, it feels like you should be wearing a biohazard suit walking into Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, every, like, yes. it, it's not even like a grungy gas station Midwest vibe like no. it like there is there's definitely like active needles and bacteria yes. that is like just in the air. it's it's bad in there. That really shows how well Starbucks is doing that they can allow that. That they're like most all of our New York Starbucks, we can just have that. Well, you know why that happens now, right? Just a full it day. It can shelter. be a shelter because <laughs> they got in trouble. Yeah. Over and so now they out. have to yeah. anyone can just use the bathroom and sit around. And it's right. like, I'm sorry. As a paying customer, I don't like it being used as like just a place people lounge around and talk loudly to each like it's just like it's annoying. That's why like, I lo- people are yeah. just like abusive of it. Yes. But the other day I was at the Starbucks in, in the morning and I posted a story because it said like, we want you to regard this Starbucks as your oasis from the noise. And I just filmed it and then filmed what was going on around me. And it was yeah. just like, just I was chaos. in the middle of yeah. six different TikToks being filmed. <laughs> That's so it funny. was And no so, cameras. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was wild. Um, but or yeah. no phones for that matter. I don't even know. I guess no one knows what camera is anymore. Camera. There were yeah. a couple cameras this weekend. This weekend was very fun on the road. Thank you so much, Detroit. Thank you so much, Grand Rapids. God, you guys came out. I can't believe. It's crazy. I'm very like, I hate the word humbled because it just feels like something people throw around. But like, 
I really am. I try not to let it sink in that people care this much to spend this money and this time on me. And it like moves me to think about too much in a, a place that makes me uncomfortable. Um, because then I start questioning, like, am I worth that? And I'm like, am I trying hard enough? I don't want to let them down. And, um, and it, it gives me too much pressure. Andrew and I were talking about this cause I rarely let it in how awesome it like, is. I don't bring it up because of how you react to my happiness. Yeah, you get happy about these shows that aren't even yours in I, a way that I don't get. Look, don't you trained me not to be happy. I don't I know. Dude, yeah, I'm that's really a great lesson. installed that's me. That's a great lesson. It's like, how dare you smile enjoy, and enjoy life. Enjoy yeah, anything about I know. this. I'll go, I, I'll go, isn't this pretty cool? <laughs> no, it's just a regular show. That's it's what she'll do. It's just a regular show. It's just a regular show. It's not even a big deal. I'm just only interested in the dance. I don't even care about my jokes. I don't care about comedy. Oh, you care about comedy, you fucking loser? I do it every night, though. And if I don't do it, I feel very alone, and I'm going to probably kill myself. Um. Okay, I feel seen. Wow. But... Nikki is smiling. No, you're absolutely right. But honestly, I don't ever lump all of those things together like that in a strip. You could do it in a look. I mean, that's true. No, I just would, have a it would, look. It would punch we didn't it get up. a picture it would of it. Tighten it up. There was a there was this like painting of a woman just looking fucking displeased in the lobby of the hotel we were staying at. We didn't get a picture of it. I was gonna. Uh, make, yeah. I was like, that's when Andrew orders the same thing as me at Starbucks. <laughs> I get so fucking mad. I'm like, get your own thing. Yeah, but no Don't one copy can, my thing. No one cares about. I don't about, like when people copy. I I, I what care. Is your, Why? What's your thing? Why do you care that people you order well you go to Starbucks? Starbucks more than anyone in the world. Because Probably anyone in the world. I know. So you're an expert. No, I'm Me, not. I'm a novice. I haven't started drinking coffee until I started Zoloft where I could handle it. Honestly, <laughs> it's just my weird thing. And I could go into the depths of what it means to me and why it means something to me. Do it's related around my eating disorder. I mean, it gets murky. Oh, it's yeah, just yeah. like a weird, it's a weird <laughs> yeah, place for me to go. But I got to be honest yeah. with you, it just triggers me. Like, I yeah. feel like right now I'm feeling like lightheaded because yeah. of how much of the emotions that come up yeah. in me when people order the same thing as me and I'm forced to explain myself, it just bothers me. Would you would you would you go back and change your order if they get the same thing? Uh no, because what I want You're is what I want. I'm very yes. like adamant about what I want. Right. And so I don't like when people go, What are you gonna get? I just go, You figure it out. Yeah. Because I don't wanna like we're different people. Why right. for you to assume that you'll just like whatever I like blindly kind of like annoys me. But you also suggest stuff that you think other people will like. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> I could definitely do that. Hold on, I'm getting a call. Might be Uber Eats. Hello. Uh, yeah, apartment two. Can you buzz? I'll text you it. Thank. Oh, there we go. There we go. Um, do you ever get a call and it just says spam risk? Yeah. Well, I I don't. I want to start putting guys in my phone that I shouldn't trust as spam, spam risk that's because good, I'll just always that's a good label. I'll never know if it's actually a number. Right. And then you Not put that in, spam risk is ever texting you because guys that yeah. I don't like, I certainly aren't calling me. Ever, but then so. you still put in something that lets you remember how they are like tall spam risk, mm -hmm. you know, like spam risk with red hair. Yeah. No, yes. I once really put in with this guy. Like I said last week, uh, don't trust him, Nikki. And oh, it worked. Yeah, yeah. It worked. <laughs> Yeah, there's don't a new thing with a, delivery guys right away where they a, go, they'll what? call you mm -hmm. and then expect you to go down and get it. Yeah, like I tip well thing. enough that that's not. He had great communication. This is what I get. To, I get to um, now review Muhammad's delivery. Quick and efficient, perfect handoff. How was the handoff, was the Andrew? Handoff? The handoff was good. Pretty okay. I'll give it a perfect <laughs> yeah, handoff. Yeah, he hit perfect. me right in the stomach. I'm serious, it was you guys, like this a is baton, like yeah, a relay race. It felt like a uh, delivered with care. No, really? <laughs> oh, mild care. I would say care. I feel like it arrived and it's uh, the right shape. Friendly service. We won't. We don't need to give him that. Great communication. I mean, he called me right away. Yes, I'll yes. give him that. Just give him five stars. I don't want to get this guy. Oh, fired. I always give five stars no matter what. But yeah. um, review his tip. That's a decent tip. You think fourteen bucks is a good tip? Yes. Yes. Great tip. That's enough for him to come five up. Five stars. One flight of stairs. Yeah. It's a new thing. It happens all the time where I live. They're just like, hey, we're here. No, I was I, like, yeah, I go, just ring I up. They go, go, no, we're downstairs. And no, I go. I, go you're I know it's a pain in the ass, but the thing is. 
it honestly isn't a part of their job. If they're not getting paid enough, I wouldn't do right. fucking anything I'm not getting paid to do. To, so yeah. fuck that. Postmates right. pays, pays them nothing. It's all based on right. tip. So when people want, when I lived in a four-fold walk-up, I would always text them um, if I didn't want to go down, which I always went down because I just didn't want them to have to walk up. But if I was like not feeling it, I would just text them, I'll tip you a ton. Please bring it up. But like you gotta pay okay. for that. All right. You gotta. It's not just implied. Just but a lot of buildings have elevators. I mean, what it is 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 they can do probably no, ten more orders they an hour. They're making enough money to do that for you. I know. I, I get that. The time it takes, and, they have to park up their bike. Yeah. Everything that yeah. is involved. But why is that exactly. my fault? They have to leave. It's the, not your fault. No, but you need to, to pay more for it. Then. Yes, they leave, they have to leave their bike and shit unattended. They also have to go upstairs to. I'm sure then the you fucking need to weirdos. Tell them you will tip the them. weirdos they see and get pulled into i'm sure for a lot of them it's some concern Dude, of that also they risk getting their bike stolen they yeah. risk they, it takes so much time more time that they could get another post make and make another actual right okay like they're not like i you, get it i thought you guys were going to be uh on your side thing. not on my side but not no so and defiant. you know what if they want to help themselves to my food good you're saving me as calories. Well, get out as, as long as it's a perfect handoff i'm good <laughs> there was a good handoff. <laughs> a handoff. right in the belly so what do we want to review from this weekend um detroit grand rapids what were the, like i didn't let it in but honestly yes i am trying to let it in more it is really hard for me because i just want to say that it makes me feel like i if I think about it too much and how much people care, it makes me feel like too much pressure on myself. And then I start like a, a kind of uh, a s- inner monologue of self-hate and self-criticism, even though it's constantly already flowing through me. Yeah. And um, just watch the Taylor Swift documentary and you'll understand my struggle and yeah. what I go through because I really related to her or at least the first half that I've watched. I'm like, I'm experiencing this on a micro level for sure. Right. Um, so, like, but seriously, guys, it really means a lot to me. I like love my fans and I got to meet a lot of you and you're all really nice and cool and respectful. And it's different than the fans from comedy clubs, which are have often been that way as well. But there's less riffraff because these people are just like, I don't know, they paid an, the extra money to meet me. And it's just really nice. And um, girls cry sometimes. And that is fucking so nice. There was this girl, um, Haley, this weekend. Did you meet Haley? She yes. loved us. Yeah. Blonde. She smelled so good that I go, what Very are you pretty. wearing? Uh, Anya was the one. Her boyfriend I wa- had a man bun. I wanted to ask her what she was. He, oh, yes, he did. He was, he very was nice. nice. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask her immediately what sm- what she was wearing, but she yeah. was such a fan that I didn't want to like alarm her or make her feel like I was just saying that because she was a fan. So I just let it slide, oh. even though I was like, God, she smells good. Then Anya goes, you smell good. What are you wearing? And I go, Anya, I was going to ask her that. That's dude. amazing. And she goes, dude, I was asking for you because I've been interested in a new fragrance. And so I'm buying it blindly. If you want to smell like me, um, you can get Burberry Her. I think yeah, that's the, the name pink. of it. She said the pink bottle. Yes. I believe. Burberry Her. So I'm uh, blindly getting it. It smelled so good on her. Uh, but Haley... Um, like was just so cute. She got a little misty eyed and it makes me misty eyed because if I met Taylor Swift, there's like someone that meant that much to me that I mean to some girls. I mean, I would, I would cry too. If I, I was thinking if I met Taylor Swift, I would cry. So when you cry for That's me, really I sweet. fucking love it. That's I really fucking nice. I just love think what it. happens is you work so hard. Yeah. And then you're like, well, I don't want to take any of this in because I know I have another thing coming. Right. But the happiness that you can take in should allow you to then feel like a little bit more okay with how much you work. Yes. So hopefully they balance out. I, at, the at the some problem, point. Andrew, is I don't feel like I work hard enough. I truly well, think I'm lazy, and well, it's like it's crazy. I think I think uh, that it just it uh, it will never be enough. I think that's okay to think that because it will keep you working, you know. But but right. the happiness should you should let that in when you see those other people yeah i let happiness happy. in this weekend when when you see how happy you make them you should yes. let that bounce no back i let it you. in i really did like i felt i get i get every well. other it's i'm just yeah. tired you're, but you're though, also overwhelmed over, with yes. how much you work so yeah. you want to work more and you don't feel like you're working for me more. right now are not that convenient to have yeah. because i don't have time to have them so yeah. for me to be like basking in the glow and appreciating it like yeah. It takes an energy and it will make me emotional in a way that it's like, oh, yeah, it will exhausting. be. Yeah. So I don't know. But I'm letting it in more. I, I could literally see why like Martin Lawrence and like 
Chappelle went to Africa and Martin Lawrence was like naked in a street. Yeah. With how like when you were talking on Saturday, yeah, Martin he, Lawrence he, yeah, he had a full on breakdown. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was it. It kind of inspired the Thirty Rock. Um, you're gonna Tracy keep pushing Morgan's character. Yeah. If you keep pushing. Yeah. And you don't take in any happiness or you don't take time for yourself. Yeah. It builds up and it's inside you. And then eventually you fucking. Yes. Go fucking nuts. But, but I also I think for them, it was it was a lot of what you're talking about being afraid of getting in the spiral of this external pressure that they were feeling on them by all these sort of yeah. outside forces and feeling sort of like suppressed and like people being able to like have and, an opinion about you yeah. and like. And voice it and think they know you is well, it's weird because so much of stand up and anything creative is like you want to have control over your narrative and what you put out and yeah. everything like that. And then it must be weird at a certain level to have one that you start to have that leave your control a yes. little bit. Yes, they more like people you are aware of you. Fit. Like the more the right. crowd builds, you're right. just like, you're whoa, like, whoa, 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 I don't, wait, they're I taking me away. Right, right, right. Even though it's ostensibly what you want it's more people aware of you and everything it still must feel like less control yeah i got a lot of like i got one guy sending me notes on uh i read that comment it really i wrote to him i go i'd love your notes it triggered if they have anything to do with my material i don't want them because it's none of your business but if you have notes for the flow of the show i'd love to hear them yeah i know and i got into it with him and i go i gotta be right did he write well the thing is i knew i knew what he would write and it was about my material he's like at some point you you um um, you you lose your place. Now, there's a thing that happens to me a lot because I smoke a lot of pot. Um, is that I'll be in the middle of a thought and I'll be like on a roll and I'll be like, and I have so much material right now that is just like bubbling out of me in this like real organic way that sometimes I will lose my train of thought. It's because of pot and it's because my mind works too fast sometimes and it's just like going. And I just say to the audience, I go, wait a second, what was I just talking about before yeah. that? And I just ask them, to, I remind them, and I make it funny. Because I talk about how mm-hmm. I smoke pot, and then it leads to stuff about pot, and then I can't even remember. Then I go back to it again. So if I lose my train of thought on stage, and I know I'm looking at you guys like you're the ones that are complaining are about doing, this, yes, and yeah. you understand obviously. Well, I didn't. Complain if I then. if I lose my spot on stage, it is not because I am a bad performer or because I don't I didn't put on a good enough show for you, and it's it wouldn't make the show better if I didn't. You actually, it's a fun moment because I show vulnerability and I'm going to keep doing it because I'm going to keep smoking pot. <laughs> so, cause it treats my depression and anxiety. Um, yeah. And it's, it's true. Oh, you know what? Fuck. We have clips to get to this week. So we don't have to go as long because oh. I have to set up a couple clips, oh, okay. um, which is, so we'll, we'll get to clips. We'll eat our, a little bit of our dinner mm. and then get back or we'll just keep going. But I want, this leads us perfectly into a great, um, part of my interview and Andrew was there with Adam Pally this week on the uh, show. He was great. There were just some parts of the show this week that I was like, you guys, the, the audience needs to hear Hopefully them. Everyone needs to hear them. Too. Jason Biggs was in studio, Adam Pally. We are getting major stars that just talk to us like they're friends. It's really incredible. That's cool. Adam Pally was in, he's been in, I think it's his like fourth appearance on the show and he knocked it out of the fucking park. Yeah. But we talked about, um, I said that I wanted to air our segment about talking about pot because I struggle with, like I'm, um, do I have a problem with it? And he just like put me at ease about it, and made me feel better, which maybe um, is just me, like a scapegoat. But enjoy this conversation with Adam Pally, Andrew Collin, and me and Ian uh, about pot. Or a place where I get confidence is my um, kind of comfortability with the chaoticness of of the world, and like that mm-hmm. there is no rhyme or reason to anything, and that things are. Uh, supremely unfair and to have expectations or to be let down. So yes. just kind of, I try again to just find a balance for myself and try to kind of walk a, a, a as like a, um, humane a role road as mm. I can. And like, I, I feel like that's, so I don't know. I don't have anything like but that. But did that was that something you came to later in your career? Because or was this always no. something that you? Kind I think of I was just like, yeah. I think no, it wasn't something I came to late in my career. I think. Um, I think loss and death have something to do with sure. it. Sometimes you lose people and you kind of, you realize that the the chaos of everything, it's like there is no rhyme or reason. So uh, at a young age, when you, when that happens, you get it sometimes, but yeah. no, I, I don't, I don't, I think it's just something I was lucky, a way, a, a view of the world I was lucky to have from have a young age. Have psychedelics played a part in this? Uh, I, 
I didn't learn that on psychedelics, but I do like psychedelics. Yeah. And and, and I'm a proponent of them for mm-hmm. sure. I'm interested in this in psychedelics because I'm on um an antidepressant now and I smoke a lot of weed to manage my anxiety and same, depression. Same. And um what, what are you on? I'm on Prozac. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on Trintelix and Zoloft. uh and Zoloft over there. Yeah. And, um, Everyone's really tired and, in yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Certain fog in here that I feel very comfortable in. Yeah, good. Yes. Good. Uh, uh, but also focused, also focused. Yeah. yeah. Andrew's holding yes. a lantern. Yeah. yeah. So do you smoke weed too? I do, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. do you feel like, because I always thought, like, oh, I'm just trying to get high because I want to feel good, but it's like, no. no, I'm dealing with my feelings. I'm trying to. But does that lead to more anxiety? No. Um. I, I, I like the way, I think Seth Rogen put it this way once. It's yeah. like for him, for him. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, but I, I think, think Seth Rogen for, said it best. For him, for him, it's like wearing glasses in a way. It's like that's, it's just an easy, the world is very harsh. Yeah. You know, and if you're an adult, sometimes you can not have to, you don't, it doesn't have to feel so sharp all the time. And I, yeah, I think from a young age as well. I'm a Jew. I'm from New York. Like we, it's like, yeah. What are you gonna do? You yeah. Know? Um. What What are your interests? And and I just had it from a young age, and it kind of. I'm sure it's self medicating. Yeah. But it it doesn't. But I love it. I do too. <laughs> I, love I do it. too. I um and it's I struggle with it. I talk about it on the show a lot because I do. I don't drink anymore, and I used to like That's really good. have this thing about like oh I'm sober, and now I smoke so much pot, and I feel California like California sober. Yeah, Cal- yes, Cal- yes. Cal- but it's Cal- like, you know, there are times where it does uh, hinder my performance in certain ways. I can't really? think as fast. Or if I smoke too much or dessert, it, I haven't eaten the right amount of food with it or whatever. Like, Well, get- yeah, I mean, that seems like anything. Like yes, if I take my anything. If I take my vitamins and I don't eat, like there have been many a morning where I have to like pull over on like Coanga and puke at a diner. Yes. Because I took my yes. vitamin before eating. Yeah. And I was like, God, this traffic. Oh my god, I'm gonna puke! Like, yeah. you know. So I, I feel like that's with anything. How do you, how do you ingest marijuana most of the time? Um, I, uh, ha, uh preferably joint, yeah, jo- joints. joints. But I have children, and right. I, and I'm not comfortable with it around them. So, no. yeah. so I have to like have like a vape cartridge dad weed situation yeah, yeah, yeah. which I've come to grips with and like I like it it's fine and then I you know I like edibles and, and right um yeah uh, whatever whatever do you always like have it on like do you do you smoke every day yeah, do you yeah. do you do you, uh, maintenance. yeah me too I um I'm just interested in that because I do I'm thinking about like um having kids someday and I'm like I don't want to stop smoking weed but you I definitely don't, don't want to I mean, like you... hot box their nursery you don't have to I mean I have a lot of friends <laughs> you know, no shade or anything who have children who live the same life that they always did. I feel like I probably grew up in a household like that. Yeah, um, I did too. You know, I don't look at it, I I can self-justify almost anything, but I don't look at it that way. Yeah. You know, and also I'm, I, I, I'm a good dad. Like I would never do anything to put my kids in jeopardy. Right. And weed doesn't ever like... It's not, you know, you're never like driving your kids to school and you're like, oh my God, I got to smoke right now and not in two minutes. Yes, you know what yes, I mean? It's not yes. that type of I agree. Uh, stimulant um, yes. because the kids will get out of the car in two minutes. You yeah. know? So it's like, you just, you know. You're not going to sell your kid's crib for a bag of weed. Yeah. 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 You should. Yes. Though. No, because I have a savings account that I just use just for weed. <laughs> uh, and we're back. Um, Real quick, Andrew, tell us about your weekend, your hookup. He had a dilemma. He had to choose between a couple of ladies in Grand Rapids. That there were in. two girls. There yeah. was one girl with her mom, very like, uh, she seemed very Bible Belt, very okay. Christian. Yeah. But naughty, naughty Chris. Sure. Yeah. And then there was just a naughty, <laughs> naughty no mom. Sa- Satanist. <laughs> Killed her own mom with her bare hands. Ate her. Yeah. And I you went with that one. No, it was yes. tough. There was like the yeah. devil on the left yes. and the and the and the angel on the right. Yeah. She had like pictures where there were like bugs crawling on her. Like she had literal she bugs. This is the one I saw, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you usually I would go with the church girl. No, I just, he just showed me. Uh, okay. I'd go oh, yeah. with the church girl because I feel safer 
probably feel like I don't have to wear a condom and I can go down on her and not worry about diseases. Yeah. I don't know why, yes. but I feel like, uh, you know, a sundress, yes. you know, with a Bible, less chance of yes. getting sure. herpes. Yes. yes. Sure. Satanist, on the other hand, you it's like be, a Starbucks bathroom. It's a walking herpes. <laughs> but like a hot I don't mean to say that. I did not that's compare this girl to I, well, I, that's where That they, was just that's a where, reference yeah. to the old no. joke. And but what I'm saying is, but this girl, I told him to go for this girl too because she's, she was, the other girl I met and she was so cute and so hot and like oh, you met both but this girl I just wanted yeah. I just wanted a different story I just yeah. wanted like I knew what that story would be I was like what is this chick gonna be like to hook up, hook right. up with and I really didn't even hear it was fun right yeah. also those judgments I'm completely in the wrong about I mean she was yeah. naughty but like I'm like those ideas that She's I have like I know that those are judgments yes. into the bedroom but there were locusts all over Instagram. So what am I <laughs> right. supposed to think? Right, right, right. You're prejudging, but that's yes. that's the what she's putting out yes. there. So yes. you had no, yeah, you, you have only to go on what you have to go on. 90% of her Instagram is a horror movie. <laughs> People die in horror movies. Yeah, yes. I know. So but why not you? But not, yeah. not of yeah, disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not of disease. Not a diet quake of a hatchet, which yeah, is so ha- much easier. Yeah. But they still didn't have to wear a You're condom before they got next. They got to wear some kind of protection, a helmet maybe. So she could, so I picked goth. Chain mail. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I pick goth. I put armor on and I, I meet her at the goth. bar. She's sitting there at the bar. There were like four people from the show. And yeah. so like Nikki, you know, she whores me out. And so those four people will see the girl that this is the one I choose. Yeah, right. I like you make know? a big spectacle of it. So <laughs> everyone from the show is just like, oh, I guess that's the girl. That's, that's the, the lucky one. Oh, that's for so fun. For room virgin. 412. <laughs> <laughs> I you give out the, his hotel room number. You got the room number right. Yeah, this time we got yes. the room number. Last time I got it wrong in Boston, but this time yeah, got it right. Yeah, your manager fucked. Oh, yeah. No, uh, <laughs> I gave my managers. <laughs> so, so, yeah. so anyways, I pick her. We meet at the bar. We talk. I just want, you know, I don't drink, so I just want right. to get to the fucking. Let's just get to the sure. fucking. Let's get yeah. to yeah. the fucking, right. you know? And so then I end up, uh, you know, talking for a while. She's like, oh, I want to show you the hotel. I was like, I've seen hotels. Why does she want to show you the hotel? Because apparently it's an interesting hotel. But what is she? She doesn't work there. She doesn't work there. She, she doesn't <laughs> even know. She know. Yeah, I don't have any. But this idea. hotel does have a lot going on. I mean, yeah. There's... But what, why is she playing tour guide of in a I hotel? I think she wanted to like walk around. She... Maybe with like she just, she just wanted to, to talk up. more. She just yes. wanted to talk more. Yeah. yeah. How old is she? Yeah, you want to say? You don't have 21. to say. Okay. Yeah. 20? 21. 21. Okay. okay. I thought she was older. I thought she was 27. Oh, you don't grandpa. have to. Okay. It's bad. It's kind of yeah. weird. And how old are you? Huh? 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 In locust years? 39.7. Oh, 39.7. God, that sounds... No, so 39.8, I think. Everyone's an adultish. But it was fun. Yeah. She's like mature. She has like a real job. She fucking was making fun of me for dying soon. Like she Did was she really giving me a lot of shit. Yes. She Did went to the show, of course. With her dad. With her dad. Oh, okay. Then the dad cool. took the car, well, which was kind of weird. Does, she just has her permit, and so she wanted to practice on the way there, and yeah. the dad had to go. <laughs> yeah, and it was cool. He like he actually dropped her off, and he just drove around the parking lot for a while. <laughs> and he goes, really "Is this?" Sweet. Yeah, yeah, and he goes, oh, "I'm going to the PG show." And they practiced like, really, and then she snuck into yours. And what, yeah, yeah. while we were backstage, like kind of closing up, she, they just practiced parallel parking <laughs> yeah, up front. Yeah, it was yeah. like she got a good little night in. She saw a show. Yeah, he, she practiced he, with her dad. He gave her the, the talk and everything. Yeah yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. He gave her the birds and the bees talk, and then she yeah. went in and got one of those things. Got fingered by an old bird, but <laughs> or an old bee. I don't know what I meant. It she was unleashed a, her bees. Yeah. that she has on her Instagram. So how did it go down? <laughs> <laughs> so then we just went back to the room. Yeah. The birds and the locusts talk. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the room and, uh, you know, she's very sexual. And uh, we're looking out the window and we had like kind of a Titanic moment. She's like, look at this. And I was like, can we just lay down? Like, what are we doing here? Are we like going to ponder uh, Grand Rapids? Yeah. She's I mean, she's 21. very, she's an ambassador of her city. She has to like yeah, really she has to represent. sell it to This you. is your, going to be your main memory of yeah. Grand Rapids. Yeah. She has point. to, you know, she's the mayor. Yeah. She's, she's the, the mayor. mayor. Yeah, she, uh, she had a key she on her neck. She had a key to the city. She did. She, had a she did. She had that was the key to the city. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she earned that. She had a key to the Grand Rapids. She won the 5K turkey trot. <laughs> <laughs> That's to represent Grand Rapids for a calendar year. And My one p- of those things is fucking Andrew. It's one of the chief. Yeah, that's one of the things. <laughs> your responsibilities. You pick one act coming through the Royal Oak. You got by on a technicality because it didn't specify headliner. <laughs> well, there are no headliners on our show, remember? You said that. <laughs> 
Really? Did I yeah, say that? Yeah, you said, don't say, don't call me the headliner. Call me the... No, I said, don't call me the headliner because it's yeah. just a dumb thing to say. Yeah. And no one knows what it means. Like, like, yeah, he used to go, are you ready for your headliner? Are you ready? It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's just like, the are you ready here to, to see? see? Yeah. Are you ready for the girl you came here to see tonight? Yeah, are you yeah. ready for fucking the... Yeah, the girl like that the, bitch. It's that. Are you ready for this bitch? That would be funny. Actually, yeah, you ready you for should... this blonde-haired, blue-eyed bitch? Yes, that yes. Fucking won't that shut the hilar- fuck up. Hitler's I know. Dance loses dream. her place and she's too high. You oh ready? <laughs> okay, so then. Anyways, long story short, I just lay down. Yes, she has to take off her Doc Martens, which. If you're ladies, if you're wearing Doc Martens, that takes a good yeah. hour and a half to get those bad boys off. And then she got naked. She had an insane. Body, she was so much fun. Yeah, she reminds it reminds me you hooked up with the girl, um, Margot Robbie's character. I was literally, I, I showed her a picture of that the joke on you a or what? whatever picture, yeah, yeah, prey of whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, birds of prey, anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we had sex and I wore a condom, and uh, good job, dude, and uh, and it was fun, and she left, yeah, I came from. Sex. You came from sex, which you don't normally well, do. Well, I learned really? that con- I like condom sex more because you get as wet as you want, but your boy stays so dry. Ah, right. yes. Wait, I so like you, it dry. You usually can't come during sex. No, only from my own hand. You should get non-lubricated wow. condoms. Seriously. Yeah. I know. Dryer to bed. I should get those. Lay them just to skin. Just lay them out before you, like, just put, then put them back in your, just have them loose in your pocket. They'll dry you out. You know what was weird? I'll tell you one weird thing. So yeah. I come. And I throw away the condom, uh-huh. and then I joke that I didn't come, you know, because she heard my stand up. Yeah. And she goes, "I want to see the cum." Oh my god. And Ooh. so I went in the trash. In the trash. And, and I go, I go, this is the cum, but I just gotta let you know it's already in there before I put it on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. This came pre-cum, pre, pre, pre Man, she was with her dad twenty minutes before, <laughs> learning how to parallel so park. Fucking crazy. We got to get to another clip from the show. I'm trying to pick which one. Um, oh, you know what? I want to talk about. I um, I really am making a push. I think I'm going to have a call with my agents tomorrow to be on the next season of Bachelor in Paradise. I think it's my last year as a woman to be able to do it. Uh, there is an age limit on that show, and I already am we- well past it to be the Bachelorette. But Bachelor in Paradise is different kind of rules. <laughs> um, it's more fun. It's more loose. They don't care as much about, like, I don't know. I just really think I could spice up Bachelor in Paradise, so I'm really going to make a plea to be on it because I think it would be such an ex- amazing experience. And it tapes in June. I don't really have much going on in June, I don't think. And um, But anyway, I talked to Peter the Bachelor this week, and I begged. This was before my Bachelor in Paradise uh, idea, which was uh, prompted by Alex Bordy, who was on Rachel Lindsay's season of The Bachelor. He was a contestant. He's a, a handsome Russian man uh, who came to my shows and is a friend of mine and came to my show in Detroit, and he suggested I do Bachelor in Paradise. I think it's a great idea. How far did he get on the show? I think he made it like top eight. He's a very sexy man, this guy. Yeah, he's so hot. It's crazy. It's it's really nuts. And last time I saw him, I like stood on his shoulders. I mean, he's gigantic. Like he's just yeah. has a perfect. Physique. Yeah, if you live in perfect. Detroit, you should fuck this guy. Yes, pl- definitely. He doesn't have issues fucking. He made that very clear. Um, he's like, yeah, I don't need the dating apps. Like some some people just don't need them. Yeah. Well, he's he's a six four Adonis. Yes, exactly. He doesn't need them. Um, sorry. But sorry, yeah. I just got to get to this clip. So, uh, <laughs> Pilot Pete, who is the current Bachelor, was in studio with us. Sorry, Dan. Dan, <laughs> shut up. And uh, Matthew Hussey was also in studio. Matthew Hussey is uh, a guy I've talked about on this podcast. He's like a dating expert, and he also gave me um, some good dating advice that we'll get to in just a little bit. But this is my conversation with um, The Bachelor, where I um, kind of go on. Like, there was a producer from The Bachelor in the room, like kind of keeping an Um. eagle eye on him. And I fucking was like... The producer set you up. Admit it. You know it. Like I kind, I think I went hard on him. But you'd be the judge for yourself. Here's that clip now with Anya Marina, Matthew Hussey, me, and uh, Pilot Pete on I guess Wednesday show. I think Pete. I know Pilot Pete. Remember season. one season they had the therapist for that one guy. One it's bachelor. nice. You should all have a therapist on deck. Yeah, but wh- who are you talking? Who are you? Go- you just going home alone? 
No, I mean, honestly, you become you Producers. become best friend. You really do. Like, yeah, I know people I know. say that, but you do. You spend so much time with them every single day. They're so invested. But you can't invested. trust them. No offense. Are they in the room? <laughs> oh, no, you can't be got... trusted. <laughs> you can trust Julie. That's why she's here. She is keeping a close eye on <laughs> wait, you. Wait, you got a point there. She's making sure she's watching. you're watching. It's true. She's, that is true. It's 100% true. These producers no, are not dumb. No. Matthew and I, I were talking about it before the show about how if we would ever do these shows. I did Dancing with the Stars, and... Um, during that process, the producers just, they convince you that you're best friends, which you do literally okay, become really no, good I'm, friends. I'll, they, they, some of them, yes. Listen, there, there's drama, yes, that has to occur on the show at, at the end of the day. Yes. It's a reality TV show. I get that. But I promise you, the producers do at the end. They want this to work. I, yeah. I swear to you, they do. And if they try to meddle with too much stuff, it's probably not going to work in the end. So right. I will say that. They do. I, I like, believe so they... they put a champagne setup, one extra champagne setup that caused it the three episode gaff or yeah. drama. And, and they booked a guy yeah. who just so happened to maybe spend one night with so, one so of the we, girls on a date yeah. to perform for you while you slow so danced if, to the surprise uh, vocal stylings of Chad or whatever the hell Chase? his name was. Chase. Chase, right. It's crazy stuff. But let me, if, if there wasn't Listen, drama, I would, would do you the same like damn thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm grateful for this drama. I'm just saying that even though they're good people, the producers on these shows, because I genuinely, and I'm friends with an ex-producer of The Bachelor, and I love him, and I think he's great. I'm just saying, when I did Dancing with the Stars, my own experience, I, like, broed down with them too much and shared too much, and yeah. that came back to bite me in different ways that I didn't intend. Like, I was broing down with a producer, and I found out she was the fucking casting director. No, oh, no. no, I was broing down with a, the casting director, who I thought was, like, she casted me, she convinced me to do the show, we were really friendly, and I was, like, emotionally, like, releasing some stuff about the show to her that I thought had no bearing, and people go, you know she's an EP, right? And I'm like... Well, I'm going to be a kicked off the show based on what I just told. So, like, <laughs> right. you just. I, I get where you're coming from. I will just say that, and I can't speak for any other type of show, sure. but a show about love and finding love, again, it's in no one's interest. That's what for, Dancing with the Stars was about. Work. But it's in no one's interest for it not to work. And yeah. so yes. again, you're going to get the drama. That's that's what a lot of people, they watch it for that as well. And I get that. So, um, but. So, I, in that moment know. with Chase. Yeah. Was there? Okay, I no, was, I will give just, I will give Julia a hard time for that. She let me. She set me but, up with that. With, okay, the, so in that moment, with the whole wedding why comment. Why did nobody <laughs> say, or was it just edited out? I was dying for one of you guys to be like, "Come on!" Like to look off screen and look they at the probably producers. They probably did. And well, I was just so happened. excited because I'm honestly I'm a huge Chase Rice fan. I was so excited to be going up there on stage with with Victoria just to dance. So like I, yeah, I didn't know. I swear. <laughs> Do you think back and you're like, "Oh, how naive I was." Oh, extremely. And then sorry, I, yeah, let I just, me rephrase that. At dinner, at dinner with Victoria afterwards. Yeah. When she reveals that she had dated him. Right. By the way, Matthew, this is what happens on the date. They're on a date, and always at one point during a bachelor date, like you walk into this n room together, and there's just like a musical, like an, an, an artist performing that no one's really heard of except you, Peter. And you guys have heard of Chase Rice. No, Chase Rice is big, but like it's just usually someone I'm not used to, but that's kind of like a, a big opportunity for them. They play. So his date had hooked up with Chase Rice before. So she walks into this, like, wow. I'm guessing, I didn't see the episode, but I'm guessing it was this, like, beautifully lit room, and you're supposed to slow dance. And she's dancing to a guy she's hooked yeah. up with, that's, with a guy she's yeah. falling in love that's with. That's one of the weird, I think I said it at the dinner portion, like, it's so weird to be, like, dancing, making out on stage in front of your ex-boyfriend singing to us. It's, like, so so did, did it's everyone, wild and brilliant. You know that. No, he, I didn't know that. I know did you know time, once you were there? No. no, not until later. She was like, hey, by the way. She told me at dinner that night. <laughs> Did she know he was yes! going to be there? No. No, none of the us knew. The producer set it up. That's Did why he, did Ch Is it Chase? Yeah. Chase. Did he know she was going to be there? No, I don't I'm know because I, no. I had a really, uh, now it looks awkward as hell. I had a really awkward conversation with him after it. And I'm talking and I'm like, yeah, man, this is Victoria. Like talking about like, how cool oh. she is. And he's like, oh. he's like, yeah, dude, I know. But clearly, <laughs> so, clearly the producers knew this information beforehand and that's it was why public they picked that this woman dated right. him. That's well, why they picked Chase. So why at no point in the show Chase does anyone would never say, have done that. Oh, this is a producer this is due to producers. Because why? maybe because they also first of all, when I would be on dancing with I'm just speaking from my own reality experience, I'm not in charge of what makes the cut. So if I cut to camera and go, Who did this? Okay. It's not gonna make the cut. So why Got even it. say it? Did any of that True. happen though? Well, I, I, I guess Chase was the only one that had that information ahead of time that would have been able to say something. Because, um, again, we don't have our phones or anything. We have nothing. Wait, he knew? 
I don't know if he did, but if anyone knew, he'd been the only, only one that did know. I would love to know if he knew because I guarantee, I would almost guarantee, I, w- I don't think he would sign up for that. He's This isn't punked. You right. know what That's I mean? Like, true. He was trying yeah. to have a, a, his first TV, like, they 80s prime yeah, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. But but I also, I'll say, like, I, and I thought Victoria handled it really cool. Like, she didn't make it. She could have made that a really awkward, uncomfortable And I hear you moment. handled it very well. So it's truly just a just coincidence. Just it. I mean, what are you going to do? That's good. Just a coincidence. I don't yeah. buy it. It was it, not a coincidence no at all. It was not a coincidence. But it's okay. You don't okay. need, that's not your job to say. That's for my job I to speculate. It. Okay. It's like pistol pee. Yeah, Pilot Pete. Yeah, you just heard Pilot Pete. Uh, what would you say? <laughs> no, now Dan's afraid to talk because you. Yeah, I'll, I'll shut you down. I we were <laughs> Dan is always fucking yapping, huh? God, he's such a chatty <laughs> little That's chatty Kathy. Bitch. Kathy or Caddy? Caddy. Chatty Kathy. Chatty Kathy. That's what I said. Kathy. Yeah, that's what you said. He said no. It's Chatty Kathy. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. No, it's Chatty Kathy. Oh. Chatty Kathy. But it doesn't rhyme. I know. It does seem like it should. I swear to God, I always thought it was Chatty Catty. I know, it's true. Because you're talking about like a, you know, like a lady that talks a lot, you know? Yeah. Not a cat that talks a lot. Cats don't talk. Or a caddy. Oh, like like a golf caddy? I just want to cut to the chase. I have a lot of (laughs) clips to get to, and I'm not going to get to them all. You guys need to like get serious to listen to these shows because honestly, I want to do an original podcast every week, but I also have clips from the show that I would terribly want you to hear because there's great conversations that are had. One in particular, if you want to go find it, is from Matthew Hussey's episode. It was just great top to bottom. It was like such a good show. Um, Anya was there. So I really recommend going to listen to that one. He gave me some great dating advice that I think would be good for every girl to hear. You guys should follow him. He, um, I watch all his videos and I learn so much about myself and men. And I feel like he's just an imp- important voice. Um, also, uh, oh, Dr. Dude, you know the book Getting Two Do I Do that I'm obsessed with? I talked to Dr. Pat Allen on the phone on Monday's show. It was wow. wild. We ended up getting, I like was screaming at her at one point because I was just, because <laughs> she reminded me of my old therapist, Donna, who's doorman I used to have to check in with. And she would, she's just like kind of mean. And Pat she gave Allen. you all the advice that you've been using. Yeah, she wrote the book called Getting Two I Do. It's right. like, whether you should choose to be a masculine or feminine energy. I have been using the masculine energy, which is what I did not want to be initially upon reading the book. I spent a year of my life trying to be the feminine energy and wasted my goddamn time. Now I'm all masculine and it's fucking, I'm I'm loving my life in terms of romantically right now. I feel like very secure and it's all because of this bitch. But she, I, she called into the show on Monday because we had her as a guest and, but it was just like, just, Hear what went down. Wait a second. Uh, uh, Noah's note to me about this. What happens to girls who sleep with guys without a commitment? Okay. So she kept like catching me on word choice because I'd be like, okay, if I sleep with the guy, she goes, sleep with him in a bed. That sleeping with a man is in a bed with them sleeping next to them. Intercourse. Your words mean something. And I go, okay, if I have intercourse, <laughs> but I, ke- I kept slipping up. So you'll okay. hear her chastise right. me. <laughs> this is me and Dr. Pat Allen with Moshe Kasher also in studio. God, this episode was so good too. And I'm your marina monday show then Honey, how many times you know has what? a girl gotten attached to a guy she didn't even like and i she got was... news for you yeah they hate my work they hate they me. hate it they throw it away yep and then they have to buy another copy exactly Da-da. because women this is what i keep running into dr pat allen when i am on stage and i tell girls i don't i, I do a joke about it i say girls you can't have sex with a guy and uh, and get him to be your boyfriend. If Look, you're already please, sleeping with someone, he's not going to be your boyfriend. Please, do you hear what I say? Sex is everything you taste. Fine, intercourse. I'll change the joke. You're not. Look, beware of your thoughts, for they become words. Right, beware okay. Of your words, they become habits. You cannot beware have sexual habits, intercourse. Your character. Beware of your character, it becomes your destiny. At the bank making money at the doctor's office being healthy, and in every loving relationship. People do not use words correctly. Okay. That's why my doctoral work is androgynous, semantic, realignment. How far can you go in your pickup truck if you never change the tires? Not very far. Okay, so I want to change my tires right now. Six years, whichever comes first. I want to change my tires right now and just say to you that what I'm, what I say, girl, to girls is you can, 
what I mean when I say sex, and I'm going to change it because I, I hear what you're saying. You cannot have sexual intercourse. intercourse. You cannot have intercourse. Intercourse, Nikki. Anal, oral, vaginal. With a man who you want to be in a committed relationship with before you have um, uh, a commitment. Now listen to this one. Now you probably think monogamy means one to one. Yeah. It doesn't. If a couple wants an open relationship and they say that to me, we negotiate how many other people are going to be available for sex, what is the contract boundaries. I am not a moralist. I'm a therapist. Right. I'm on the planet to help you get what you think what you want, but I'm going to show you the scientific price tag for what you're doing, not my personal. You don't know what I'm doing because it's none of your business. I wouldn't dare ask. What I'm You're trying to say <laughs> uh, is what? that I just, I want women who are listening to understand more than anything that you're saying, is, and because I didn't understand it either, is that sex before, or is sexual intercourse, oh, intercourse, <laughs> anal, vaginal, or, or, uh, oral. or oral is, is, is going to get you into deep is trouble I with a man. I told you intercourse is the God moment when you are going to create a new human Dr. Pat Allen, girls, they they think that they can just do it and that they're not going to suffer consequences. What happens during sex biologically that makes women latch on and go crazy over a guy that they didn't even like before they had sexual intercourse, uh, oral, anal, or vaginal? Tell us about oxytocin. Oxytocin is stimulated within three minutes of smelling the person sitting in a church. Right. And you're sitting next to somebody and you've got chemistry for them. You're going to dream of them for three days. You're going to picture yourself screwing them <coughs> because that's nature. Yes. Smelling. Smelling. What do dogs do when they meet each other? Smell buttholes. What? They smell buttholes. They smell each other's buttholes. That's right. Why do they do that? To get to know each other. Because they get to know the illness factor within that animal. Oh, I thought it was to get a commitment. Okay. <laughs> I've got news for you. I very much recognize that men know how well a woman is by smelling her vaginal Oh, area. my God. Really? I think so. Amen, sister. And that does it for the podcast this week. Are there any things we wanted to get to? We are going to eat our food. I'm so hungry. I know. I'm so hungry, too. But um, is there anything else? Yeah, we look forward to going to Miami, Ohio or something. Oh, you know what clip I want to set up? Maybe you have some extra thoughts on it Is uh, that's going to take us out. And maybe you have some, too, as well, Dan. But I'll decide when you start Damn. talking whether <laughs> to tell Dan. you to silence yourself or not. This is tough, Dan. This sucks. Uh, Adrian Iapalucci was on the show yes. on Wednesday with me and Andrew. And she like it was like a mellow show. But Damn. I got into talking about, like, how I like crying yeah do you ever cry alone dan perlman no, no well okay enough a movie a movie <laughs> no i'm playing around Sorry. i think there was no, there was no. one day there was one what day, movie not uh, with not with assistance no porn so nothing that i watched or read just crying alone about because your feelings no 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 I, it has always been something. Why I, like wouldn't a, you cry a text alone with I your got or a, a a movie I watched or, a, or something I read has all made me cry. That's in the okay, last te- few getting years. Getting a text is like a feeling that I would say is not yeah. conjured by an artificial. Oh, okay, then yeah, then that. Yeah, that comes from a real place, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's not what, that it's all artificial, but like it was something from it was something from an ex that was just like a, a sweet thing that sort of brought on a lot of. Yeah. Emotion. It was just like a thing that I didn't expect to hear, Did and the word lean choice into the cry. Um, or was it just a like a shallow weep? No, I I don't know. I can't like I can't like. It's kind of like sneezing. Like I feel like I can't like force it out, yes. kind of thing. You just have to let but it go when it does. But I I wish I could more. I, I wish I always wish I could more. I will tell you that this week I'm seeing this new therapist that Dr. Drew recommended for me, and I yeah. only went to her once, and she's already like changing the way I'm thinking about things. I'm also reading books about my feelings more, and like 
the problem is you can't like lean into crying and let yourself cry because so much for me I never cry when I'm alone because I just feel embarrassed like you're choosing to do this and it's like yeah you can choose to do it and it feels really good yeah I think also I fill it with like work a lot like I think I just work a lot I'm always working on stuff and I think that sort of keeps me from just sitting in my feelings tell me about it I know I I know you know I don't ever show up to a show unless I'm going on stage in one minute I leave no downtime for like any of my always and that keeps me moving you know I have cried at sh- before shows before just really? out of pure exhaustion. Yeah, just like, I can't do this. If you get me talking about my schedule, you're going to get some tears. <laughs> but I yeah. have to, but crying alone about my schedule is different. Right. And I should be able to cry alone and like be in your feelings and like let yourself feel sad. Do you cry alone, Andrew? Not really. But uh, no. I can't remember the last time I cried. No, it's a good question to ask yourself, but you should yeah. be allowed to. Or I think we should all try to get to a place because sometimes I don't I'm think ma- it's weak. At I, don't, all. I don't either. But the thing is, no. for me, it's very like orgasms for me, because when I started masturbating, it was oh, like, yeah. I didn't want to do this. It like hurt. Yeah, it hurt before it felt good. It would be like, oh, this is too much. And then it, I would never t- like take it further. And then I finally had to be like, just fucking do the uncomfortable thing. Force it because it'll feel really good on the back I f- end. I always and feel good like after, that. and I also yeah. feel more like creatively. I feel more energized yes. whenever I'm feeling oh, something. I, had- I feel like whatever I write is better or yes. go on stage. I feel like it's all better because I'm coming from a more. I'm accessing more, and I'm yeah. not contriving. Yeah, and you're whatever. dumping a lot of shit that is like just plugging you up. Right. But I don't know. After the show, after the conversation we had with Adrian um, on Wednesday's yeah. show. I, I already was laying the foundation to really let it go. And I got home. I saw a bad picture of myself and I got home and I cried so hard for so long. And to the point where Anya was on the phone with me. So it wasn't alone, but I did cry. I started weeping alone on the toilet. I was just like texting Anya and I was like, I'm crying on the toilet. I was just peeing, but I was just like letting me sit there in the dark. And then Anya called me and then I just wailed for like, probably 10 minutes and just saying all the shit that like I knew I shouldn't be saying that like makes your friends worry about you but I just wanted to feel it and then I like got it out and then I went and meditated and um and she's texting me like are you okay like still concerned and I'm like oh I'm over it I'm sorry that was like (laughs) I just needed to get that out like it was I've had that it was what I felt so bad weird yeah I said I'd cut my wrist she's like I'm the the (laughs) ambulance is on the way like the EMT (laughs) no I'm looking at an apartment yeah yeah. no I'm fine. Like I've sent, I've sent like I'm dancing to Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've sent panic texts to friends and stuff, and then forget. And they're, and they're like, they're like hours later, like, are you all right? And I was like, yeah, I had an espresso. I'm fine. Yeah, that's literally. I had caffeine. Yeah, I, it's okay. I drugged yeah. myself, so I'm better. No, I, I went. <laughs> I went. I love that pot. they didn't get back to you for hours. When you sent I know that. I was on the phone with her. That's why you got to text four. It was one replies. Ah. You're one person. Some people have work. I'm hurting. <laughs> Write me back. You're so annoying, man. Like, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, it's it is. Uh, I've been that friend before, though. That's overly obnoxious about like, are you okay? Like checking right. in because I don't think it's obnoxious. I think no, it's, it's good. It's good yeah. to do. But sometimes you're just like, easy. Are you yeah. serious? I'm not gonna fucking. <laughs> but um, but it was be- it was spurred because of this show. So um, I'll leave you with this. This is me and I, Adrian Iapalucci, who's stand up special. You should watch. It's on the Degenerates along with mine, which is mine's episode four. I think hers is five verse six um she's so fucking funny mm-hmm. uh andrew colin thank you for being here Thanks dan Perlman, thank you for being here thank you let's eat yeah let's eat all right bye guys uh enjoy your dinner as well whenever Jack you have it next Jack uh Rock. uh squirt squirt do you ever cry alone andrew sometimes like if you're watching a movie or something right yeah. like something has to conjure it but do you ever just like think I about something and start crying about my mom yeah you know and why she won't give me money Right, it's hard oh, for you. Oh, I thought she died. No, she just won't pay oh. me. Fucking no, I she, ask her for a check every month. Sick. Yeah, no. he's oh, making a joke. I'm She's sorry, sick. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I don't tell everyone. I don't, you know. Yeah, you know. What's I, the feeling I, of just like I'm gonna miss her? Is, is it the feeling of I can't do anything? Just or how like, hard fuck it is cigarettes for her. Or oh, just yeah, thinking about her in pain. Yeah. Yeah, it's so yeah. weird. Like I haven't talked to my mother in months, and I love it. <laughs> right. It's I mean, so we great. don't talk, well, that's honestly. Great. Like, and then, like, I'll have these feelings, and I won't call her. Yeah. But I did call recently, and then she goes to my older brother. She goes, "Did you make Andrew call you?" 
And I was like, Aww. then it makes me not want to call again because I did it on my own accord. <laughs> you yeah. know how that is. Well, you know when can it's I like, maybe but no, pose I pose something. Pose. That I th- yes, Mike Posner, Posner or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think your mom is a beezer. <laughs> My mom is a beezer. Okay. I think that, and I'm projecting right now. Of course. Um, <laughs> but because I didn't realize this until later, like, do you ever, when you when you cry, instead of crying for your mom, do you ever cry for yourself? That maybe it's that you are sad and that you should be crying because you're maybe suffering the... Just, you're going to lose someone you love and you are losing someone you love and so do you ever get sad for yourself? Because that the other day made me cry because I was thinking about my cousin's death and I was like, I miss him so much. I never got to mourn it. I was in a relationship where my boyfriend really didn't hold my hand through it because he didn't know what to do with death and I just shoved my feelings for my cousin inside and the other day I was like, let them bubble up and I'm like, you poor thing, you lost someone you love. And I mm-hmm. like, I never let myself be sad for myself. It's always like, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah. It's so sad he died. It's sad my dog is in pain. My mom is in pain. It's like, but what about, well maybe I'm sad because my mom is in pain right now. My mom is in chronic pain and I'm, I'm, I'm sad for myself because that's hard for someone who loves her so much to deal with. Yeah. As opposed to phrasing it the other way in your head. I I would I would implore you to to explore it because I just started and it gives you because you can't control your mom's pain but you are yourself and you well, need I'm to have sure empathy I'm, for yourself. I'm sure me being sad for her is a way of I'm putting those feelings on her that are my own. Right. Feelings. So I'm telling you maybe to examine them, the yeah. the feeling itself of of sadness for yourself. Yeah. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 